Welcome to True Story, the public relations podcast, a space where we get a peek behind the scenes of brands and businesses that have a real story to tell. Because in today's world, we are done with perfect and fake. We want to support brands that aren't afraid to show their true colors. I'm your host, Whitney Lee, the founder of True Story PR, an agency focused on helping businesses show up authentically through their social media, PR, and more. We pride ourselves on always keeping it real. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This week is a solo episode, and we are going to talk a little bit about press releases and how to get it picked up and maybe some of the mistakes that you are making uh, when you're doing uh, your press releases. So a lot of clients will come to us and say, we have this big announcement. We sent it out to the media. And for some reason, they're, they're not responding to us. They're not sharing it. Like, how do people get on, on how are they getting picked up, right? So let me be clear. When we say getting picked up, what does that mean? That means you sent something to the local media and they decided to share that for free, right? We call it earned media. So you didn't pay for it. You earned it by reaching out and pitching them. So um, why isn't my press release getting picked up? So first of all, let's like talk about press releases in general, Press releases are becoming more and more irrelevant as time goes on. Press releases used to be really, really big and very standard in the industry of like when you wanted the press to know about something, you wrote up this very formal announcement and you sent it out to all of your contacts, right? Um, but now it's getting to the world where more everything is becoming more niche, right? You used to have like these big media outlets that covered everything from real estate to lifestyle to sports to education to everything. But now like you're these media outlets are becoming so niche that this whole, we call it the spray and pray method. The spray and pray method doesn't work anymore. You know, we wrote the big fancy press release. We sent it out to all of our media contacts and we were hoping, you know, that somebody would pick it up and want to share it in their newspaper or on the news or on the radio station, whatever the case may be. But now with the niche outlets, it's getting to where you have to send individual pitches to people that specifically write or share news on your industry or on that topic. Okay. So in general, press releases are going out. They are still a thing and they can be valuable in some situations, uh, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. So the spray and pray method is out. Um, you know, I had a teacher in school, uh, in grad school at Florida state that used to say, uh, ads are what you pay for. PR is what you pray for, right? You pray to have this free coverage, to have this earned media. It's so valuable to you, right? But as a PR person or a publicist, um, it's your job to make it attractive to the media and explain to them the value of it. Okay. I don't want to get ahead of myself because I've, I've got seven different points here about why the press might not be running your story or sharing your information. Okay. So number one is they don't know you. You know, I have some really strong contacts in the media, like so strong that I can literally text them and say, Hey, I, I've got this happening, whatever, huge announcement. 
you know, do you want more info? They're like, yep, send it to me. Cool. Thanks. Like that's amazing. But that some of those relationships took me 10 years, 15 years to build that, you know? So, but I will say this, the number one thing is if they don't know you, it is very strange maybe not very strange, but I wouldn't suggest just blindly reaching out with a press release. You've never met this person. You've never emailed them before. They don't know you. And the first thing you're going to do is ask them for something for free. Come on. No. So I would always suggest before you send out a release or an, an whatever you're sending out a media alert is to reach out to these people first and just introduce yourself and say, Hey, my name's Whitney. I own a PR agency called true story. And here's what we do. And, and here's who we represent. Like, you know, if there's ever any way I can help you, then please let me know. I'm always here to help, you know, provide information or whatever I can, you know, to make your life easier. Remember this dynamic. Okay. You are asking them for a favor. It's so funny to me when publicists reach out to media people and they're really demanding. They're like, hey, this is that and that is this. And it's like, no, no, no. Remember your role, homie. You are asking for a favor. Okay, if someone's doing you a favor for free, are you going to tell them how to do it? No, of course not. You're going to get them the information they need and make it so simple for them to be able to do this favor for you. So always kind of remember that dynamic uh, that you're asking someone for a favor. So number one is they're not picking it up because they don't know you and they've never heard of you. So take time to introduce yourself, reach out and you know, let that first connection just be genuine of here's who I am. And and I'm here to help um, provide you with any info. If you're ever looking for a story or you need an angle, like I got your back kind of thing. Okay. So number two is the timing of when your information is going out. First of all, you really got to do some like common sense thinking. If you've got a big event that's happening in October and you want it to be in a magazine, first of all, you need to see if the magazine is monthly, if they're, if they publish, you know, like bi-monthly publications. Okay. So if you're, if your event is in October and you want it to be in their August, September issue, you probably need to pitch that idea to them in May, you know, because think about it, magazines have to have time to go through what, you know, like to write the story, to get the images, to get it in the the magazine. And then it has to go to print significantly early for that magazine to ship, arrive and be distributed to all the locations. So all the time, like, don't be surprised you know, like we have clients that send us info and, you know, they're wondering why they didn't get into this magazine. And I'm like, uh, because they printed the magazine three months ago, you know, like now it's August it's too late, you know? So really think about timing. You know, there are two things, like there are two types of media. There's short lead media, which means like they, maybe that's like a Buzzfeed, you know, like they could literally throw up an article tomorrow, right? They are short lead. They don't need three months cause they're not printing and all that kind of stuff. But then you have long lead media. And a lot of that is going to be like your magazines, um, Uh, And they're going to need that information three to six months in advance. Three months is like their print cutoff. But sometimes like if you don't reach out six months in advance, they've already picked out what stories they're covering They're They've already picked out all the angles and all that good stuff. Like you've kind of missed the boat. So this really helps us when we explain to our clients the value of getting their stuff together 
way in advance. Um, it's like, help me help you. Like if we want to get press on this, we've got to make a decision on it six months in advance. And what's really challenging sometimes is like, you know, um, for example, Christmas gift guides, if you represent or you're a company that is a product and you're like, oh man, I want to be on Martha Stewart's gift guide or in O magazine for their holiday gift guide, you better be pitching that in June or July. That's when it's happening. But it's hard for business owners and operations people to like wrap their head around thinking about Christmas in July. But again, if you want press on things, you've got to think about timing. So that's number two. Okay. Number three, this is a huge mistake I see people making. Okay. They spoil their own news. So what does this mean? Okay. Um, we've had this situation happen numerous times. There's a big announcement. We're working on a press release and announce, you know, like some kind of formal media push or whatever. And someone on their team gets excited about it and they share it on their social media because they think to themselves like, this is hot news. This needs to go on social media. So they throw it out on social media without talking to us. Sometimes we're managing social for clients and sometimes we're not. Um, so they throw it out on their social media. So then the cat's out of the bag, right? So then when we take that press release a week later or two weeks later or whatever the case may be, when we take that press release to the media, the media will write us back and say, oh, thanks, but I saw this on social media two weeks ago and that's old news. And we're like, oh, oh, like you're missing out on opportunities and you you just shot yourself in the foot and you don't realize it. So I always tell our clients, I'm like, do not spoil the secret on social media. I know it is exciting and I know you want to just tell the world about it, but you're going to hurt your opportunity to get press if you throw it up on your Instagram without talking to us. So we try to make those things happen simultaneously. We send out the release first thing that morning and it goes on social media shortly thereafter. So always give it to your press people first. You can post on social media when and let the, the public know. But like if you're trying to gain, if you're trying to earn press, remember that's the word we're using. If you're trying to earn media, don't shoot yourself in the foot by shouting it out everywhere else first. Okay. So that kind of um, leads me to my, my next point. Number four. Okay. You, the, the next common mistake and why they're not picking up your press is you spilled the tea to one of their competitors. One of their competitors got the first hit at it and they already put out an article and you're just now sending it to them. And they're like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be second place to my competitor. Every media source is trying to be the first one to share something. Right. And that's the urgency of when you send it to them, they want to be the first to get the article out. They want to get the first to get to share the news because it helps them get clicks and readers and all that good stuff. So you, I, I totally understand the value. There are situations where you create an alliance with a media publication and you promise them, you know, um, you can promise exclusivity. I mean, people do celebrities do that, like exclusivity on their wedding for people magazine or something like that. You can do that, but just know that like they better be paying a high price for that. Cause you're cutting off all those other opportunities for press. So you can do exclusivity 
or you can promise them like a, a lead on the story. So they get it. And I have done this before for specific partners. It's a very special situation, but they get the story 24 hours before anyone else. Like if there is some reason or angle that that is a really good move, I'm not against you doing that. But just be mindful that when you do that, you are potentially hurting your opportunity to get all that other press coverage. Same thing with us with clients. Like sometimes people want to hire us and they don't want us to work with anyone else in their industry. Well, if they want to do that, I mean, they have to pay for it. They have to pay for exclusivity because they're hurting they're keeping me as a business owner from sharing the love or getting like way more business. You know what I mean? So it has to be worth our while to cut off all those other opportunities. Okay. So that is number four. Number five, uh, is you wrote it in the wrong form. Okay. These press people are busy. Okay. And, and the harder you make it on them, the less likely you are to get coverage. So what we do is we know exactly how to write it in the form that they love receiving it. And we make it so simple that literally, and a lot of times they do this, literally all they have to do is just copy and paste our announcement into the newspaper, their publication, whatever the case may be. I see our exact writing in so many media, and that's because we know how to write for media. There's a very special way to do it, you know? Um, and we could probably do a whole episode on how to write for media, but here's what you need to know. When you're writing for press, you are writing factual information. So if you're saying we are the best chiropractor in the area, that's not factual unless you have some sort of award or way to prove that. You know what I mean? So you have to write factual information. Give it to me straight, the facts of what is happening, who, what, when, where, why. And that is what a press announcement needs to make. You do not want all this fluff in there. People go on these diatribes of stories and things like that. And I do think if there's a way to support the announcement by sharing a story, gosh, some of this is so situational. It's like, hard for me to give you blanket advice. If you listen to this podcast a lot, I always say how I'm really careful about giving blanketed advice because every industry and situation is a little bit different. Um, but for the most part, like you don't need to write a whole lot of fluff. This should not be a fluffy piece. This should be who, what, when, where, why do I care? That's what the media wants. It needs to be written in AP style, and it always needs to be written in third person. And what, what I mean by that, if you're not a writer out there, um, it shouldn't say, we do this, we offer this, we sell this. It needs to say business name. So ABC Contractors specializes in this. ABC Contractors announces that blah, blah, blah. ABC Contractors does this. You're always going to use the business name, because when they pull that and put that in the media, it, it can't say we, the reader would be like, who is we, who is we? So then you're, again, the, you're making the media person work more to have to go in and change all these little references in your writing. So if you write it in third person, AP style, short to the sweet, to the point, then that will help it get picked up. Also, last tip on media writing, I'm going to do a whole episode on this. Um, Put the most important thing first. 
the big announcement. Don't tell the whole backstory and then the announcements at the end, you've lost them. Okay, what you gotta do is like bump it up and say the big news first, and then let me tell you the backstory and all the cool things you need to know about it. Big news first. That's what the headline should be. The first sentence needs to hit you with why, you know, like what is the big announcement? Okay, so number six, this is not newsworthy. They're not picking it up because it's not newsworthy. You should never write a press release about a discount or a sale. Okay, that's not newsworthy. That's not editorial. That is something that needs to go in an ad. If it's talking about selling something like a sale or anything like that, every single time media people will write you back or they're just going to be annoyed and stop communicating with you. And they, they might say it, hey, this really should be an ad. This, this is not newsworthy. This is not an editorial story. This is, this is a promotion, you know? So a, a press announcement should always have a story angle. Um, also, I see a big um, issue, you know, like people announcing that they got an award. Okay, that is newsworthy. Okay, but think of it this way. Just be mindful. If you got an award from Emerald Coast Magazine and you turn around and send that to Scarlet Magazine and say, we're announcing that Emerald Coast Magazine gave us this award. Why would Scarlet Magazine cover that? That's their competitor. You know what I mean? You're just like, uh, thanks. Our competitor gave you an award. Why would we cover that? Why would we write a story on that? That's our competitor. So just keep in mind what you're sharing it needs to be something newsworthy, okay? Which is kind of what leads us into our final point. This episode's quick and dirty today. The press isn't picking up your announcement because you missed the point. You, it doesn't pass the who cares test. Why is this important? So remember, every press release, like ask yourself, and I say the same thing about social media posts, ask yourself, who cares? If someone read this and they're not like, wow, or like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Or like, that's bit, that's a big deal. Or that's good to know. If it doesn't pass the who cares test, it is not press worthy. Okay. Something needs to be new. Maybe it's a new business. Maybe um, it needs to be exciting or maybe unique to that area. The first blah, blah, blah is coming to your area. Um, a new service. Maybe your business is now expanding to offering something else that no other business in the area offers. Um, maybe you have partners. Maybe two businesses are merging. That is definitely press worthy. Um, maybe you're putting a call out to the community to help someone in need. That can be definitely newsworthy. Or maybe the community did something really amazing and you're sharing the, the aftermath. Like, wow, this family was in need and our community came together, built them a new house and, you know, um, helped get them a new car. So that, that kind of thing that's press worthy is cool as well, because you're showing that the community did something or achieved something together. So you've got to ask yourself who cares. Okay. Um, this has been a quick episode. I'm going to go back through them one more time why your press isn't getting picked up. Number one, the media doesn't know you. Don't be asking for favors from somebody you have literally never emailed. Number two, the timing. You need to like really look at the timing of the different media outlets you're sending something to. 
Number three, you spoiled the news on social media. Happens all the time. We've already had it happen in the last three months. We've had it four months. We've had it happen twice. Um, Number four, you spilled the tea to their competitor. Number five, you wrote it in the wrong form and you're creating more work for the media person when you actually should be making it easier on them. Number six, the info that you're sending to them is just straight up not newsworthy. Number seven, you missed the point. It didn't pass the who cares test. So uh, stay tuned, guys. I'm going to have another episode about writing for media, but I hope this is uh, helpful to you. Uh, We have, you know, our clients ask us to write press releases for stuff all the time, and we have to guide them a lot on like, hey, you know, that's really not press worthy. That's more of a social media post, or that's more of a blog post, or maybe we should pitch this specifically to one writer rather than a spray and pray press release method. So Uh, stay tuned. If you want to hear more about PR specifically, you know, we talk about all kinds of stuff on this podcast. We talk about PR, we talk about email marketing, social media, organic social and paid social, uh, influencer campaigns. Like I'm always down to hear what you guys want to hear about. Uh, so you can find me personally on LinkedIn. It's Whitney Lee or on Instagram. It's the Whitney Lee, T H E Whitney Lee. Uh, you can also find true story PR pretty much anywhere. Um, would love to hear from you about what you guys want to hear about on the podcast, or if you've got somebody who's really awesome and you want to hear uh, an interview with them, would love your two cents. Uh, As always, thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please take a moment to screenshot this episode and share it to social media using hashtag true story PR or better yet, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in. See you next time for another true story.